0: two of our interview with Barry Vaughan, and in part two we're going to be discussing GA players, fields, field athletes, people who play sports, and who are maybe just uh, a little bit lost, a little bit in the unknown right now of how they should train. You know what way to proceed over the next coming weeks and months. And Barry has a wealth of experience that uh, we're going to run through some questions, and you'll hopefully have a, a clear direction, and a clear idea of what the best strategies might be for you. So Barry, thanks again for coming on to help our GA players out there.
1: Thank you, I'll try.
0: Yeah, so again, just, just briefly, I suppose, for your sporting coaching background, like GA players and teams, like, uh, would you give people a quick synopsis of that, please?
1: Perfect. So sports teams, um, GA would be the main sport that I would have worked with, um, from underage to senior. Um, so we wrote a syllabus for Limerick GA, under 14s, 15s and 16s. And we coached them through that for about four years. I think that was back about 2007, maybe about 2000, maybe 2003, 2007. Um, and wrote a book. And I think they're still using some version of that book now. Um, and then Cork Football. I think Cork Football was one of the first big teams that I trained um, while I was training. And they got on very well and won in All-Ireland. The um, Cork 21s then. They were a very good team as well. I think they won as well. Of course, I take full responsibility for them. Willing the honor? Of course, obviously. All the points and goals I scored myself. (laughs) (laughs) Rumor has it they were only mediocre before I trained.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In your humble opinion? Yeah, that's
1: it. So I suppose. um, G-A team, A lot of GA teams, really, McCroom, Mayfield, Kildare, all these people, I, I helped all of them over the years. Yeah, we I was def- very lucky. We, really. we definitely
0: crossed paths uh, in Mayfield and uh, I suppose you actually kind of nearly set me down the pathway that I, that I went on, which is fantastic, I think, in some way. maybe I, I apologise. You made me interested in the sports, <clears throat> right, and see kind of stuff for things and got me down that route. So, I suppose where we are right now is that you know, most of my friends are all, the Mayfield lads, GA lads, I think they're a bit lost and like everyone else is a bit lost. But I think from, from a sporting point of view, you think just that that camaraderie alone of the training on a yeah. Tuesday and a Thursday in a match. And, you know, there's that sense of purpose that comes with uh, being part of a team and part of a goal you're all trying to succeed in. What, what kind of advice do you give them right now in regards the training they should be doing and like, you know, to maintain fitness levels, to, to stay on top of their shape in case we end up going back to a GA season and all looks unlikely but...
1: So, on the, on the physical side, um, on the physical side what I would say to them is um, I took careful records over the last 20 years of all the GA players that I was training, put them in an Excel file and averaged out uh, over the course of the season how many contact and non-contact injuries they had. I might give you a graphic of that because I think you'd like it. That'd be awesome me? And over the course of the season, uh, you're really talking about hamstring, ankle and knee injuries. They're the big three for a field sport player. You could say a GA as well. And there are loads of things you could be doing right now to prevent those from happening. So what I would say is maybe we could, uh, I have no problem at all with you teaming up, with you sending you a couple of videos or, or letting you do them yourself. There are a couple of ones that are used with Cork Football a lot. and. All of the GA teams that don't require any equipment that you can do at home on your own. Um, a lot of them are very well known. So you, you've mm-hmm. the you've the natural glute ham raise, your uh, feet are anchored under something for injury prevention.
0: Yeah.
1: You have the Copenhagen adductor. You have the natural you have the natural leg extension. You have a lot of ones like that. Most of them are covered in the soccer research, but ninety percent of them don't actually use any equipment. What I would be doing is. Chopping them down and and putting putting a little program together that you could do at home safely, you know. And maybe someone like you could distribute it to them, where the players that you have, if they feel a bit lost, you will you will distribute this to them and say, "Look, you know, you feel a bit lost. You don't want to come back in and tear your hamstring the first week. Here's what you're going to do in the meantime." That's and what, give them in. That's,
0: that's what I think you will see, as in what you're discussing there, is yeah. when they do go back, they're going to go back for or not having done don't this hope. work, you know, and that's they're going to see the injury. They're going to
1: be using all this pent-up aggression into kicking some young fans <laughs> in the
0: first <laughs> five minutes.
1: And uh, they get about 45 seconds of their season played before their hamstring pops. Yeah. We don't want that. If we could perhaps convince them to look after themselves well now in the meantime, and they won't be going back getting injured, and we, we better look after them properly because. I, I don't, I'm not that concerned about charging people money for services all the time because you will find if you take very good care of people when things are
0: bad they, they'll all remember you when things are good again I completely agree I think that's uh, that's the rule. like you know people will stand by uh, when things get good again uh, knowing that you've helped them yeah. out uh, I suppose from a fitness level point of view, like fellas have gone from what was typically a pre season uh, and nearly coming to peak, in at the end of the pre season, like right now, they've got to be coming close to first round of the championship and have gone from that to, to nothing. Uh, yeah. What's with no equipment, with a field, is probably all they have. Uh, what do, what's the best approach for them to take in regards to keeping their fitness levels up?
1: You're going to have to have some kind of measurable standard that they're keeping themselves at. Um, mm-hmm. You can use things like, um, I think we used to have, we used to have like informal standards. Now, this was actually the, the, the coach, Ballingeri, GA, the ladies Ballingeri, GA coach, had a fantastic way of measuring his players. He had out to the 45 and back. And I think, don't quote me, but I think that takes 15 seconds for a fit, strong adult man. And may, maybe about 20 seconds for a fit, strong adult woman. Now, what they used to do, now you have to try that yourself, but it um, depends whether you're wearing studs or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, if you had some kind of a simple standard like that, that you go out to the 45 and back in 15 seconds, and that you can set up your timer, that could be 15 seconds. Now, you could give yourself 30 seconds breaks, so you've incomplete recovery, and you could try and complete that as many times as possible until you're no longer to do it within the beep. Yeah. So, gym boss, that gym boss app would be totally fine. You can set a green work interval for 15 seconds, um, 30 seconds of recovery, and pace. 45 paces or 45 yards if you're still allow- are you allowed on the GA pitch these days
0: uh, the most of my clothes but really any, any field at all we we'll do just pace 45 45 steps I suppose would we'll be the way through it
1: as long as you have some sort yeah. of measurable distance is the key really some kind of measurable distance that you can keep now that's one low tech measure there's another very uh, high tech measure I'm thinking of things now that you could come back in have 30 players all pass that standard and be kind of okay, and that's what you want.
0: Point. That's, that's really as a team, is what you're hoping to have. Is that maybe you a could team. try
1: the 150s? Um, the I think I think uh, some of my staff, some of my comrades in the university arena in Limerick came up with that test the 150 test. There's a 150 shuttle test, it takes six minutes to administer, where you have 30 seconds on, 30 seconds back. Or 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. And you have 30 seconds to go out to the 5 and back, out to the 10 and back, out to the 15 and back, up to 25. So there's a total possible distance that you could cover of 150 metres. You complete it six times, you can get a total possible score of 900. Yeah. That's, a, that's a number score at least, and that's 0 technology, zero equipment.
0: And, you, and, you, and what, what, I'd, what I'd like to say there for people listening is that what you're bringing in with those shuttles is a bit of sharp turning, which is going to be key that you're not just doing straight line running for the next five yes. or six weeks. Because that's where, again, the injuries will occur as soon as you go back to do a, sh- a quick turn or a point without doing any kind no. of work on it, you're going to get an injury. So says that would be key.
1: If you think of the moments when injuries happen, when injuries happen at the moments when the actual force is high and when you're changing. So when you're changing from um left to right, start to stop, when you land, to be no harm at all, a little video mini series of how to land properly, like landing drills, you know like you know, two feet, one feet, one foot and turning. That's a lovely little progression that you can put together on video for your players because yeah. as I would as I would tell people, there was nobody ever hurt during a takeoff. Yeah. you know you show me one person that got a hurt taken off? Yeah. <laughs> hurt. Yeah. <laughs> hurt. Not, yeah. You don't get hurt by jumping up. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You get hurt when you land. And most people can't land, like they just can't land. And then they're so surprised when they get injured. But like in in other countries like America and all that, you know, it's like everything, Uh, Australia, America, Canada, and then 10, 15 years later, we get the idea. Um, They all train landing, like from a young age, like, and they correlate over landing ability with how strong you are in weightlifting as well. So they'll they'll make sure that you're strong with weightlifting before you're given high impact drills. In, In this country, we may jump straight into jumping without any prep.
0: Yeah. Like the technicality involved in it, I went up to a speed course, uh, in Dublin St. College speed course with so a guy from uh from the NFL basically, and I was just blown away at the the minuscule things he was looking at in regards to twisting and turning of the foot and the ankle. And it's yeah. just like and his whole Brilliant. thing is to get fellas to a split second move and turn him faster without getting injured. And it really came down to what you were saying there is how to land. How to twist? Like there's ways of doing it versus the way you just you just do it because that's most people. Well, this is just how I run. This is just how I walk. You know, it, 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 there's, there's ways to learn that, and that's a skill. Like, mm-hmm. and you've got plenty of time for skill acquisition now, as right present yeah. Yeah, like like stuff you don't like, do single leg hops, single leg lateral hops, a lot of that stuff. That's all yeah. really very key to most of the time. We're on one leg. You know, doing doing most of the. Yeah, you're the sports, not going like.
1: to be doing a max. You're not. God bless weightlifting. You're not going to be deadlifting on a pitch. Do you know what yeah. I mean? that's exactly. that's
0: different it's not relevant to running really like some fellas who were training flat out in the gym are concerned about the gym now whereas as like what you're saying i think is absolutely spot on they, this is a big opportunity for them to go out onto a field you now and it's, it'll, it'll be an unstable and unsteady field because it's not going to be a ga pitch and your practice just single leg turning doing yeah. sprinting that kind of stuff that's where that's going to make difference if there is a championship this year when championship comes around you know I
1: wouldn't be too awfully concerned about losing muscle mass or anything like that. Just keep reporting nice and high and eat well. Yeah. Like, I could keep my body the same shape and size year-round, even if I wasn't
0: doing weightlifting. I think it's important to touch on, touch on that because that's definitely an area people get lost. And I said, it's, it's almost it's almost depressing how hard it is to actually gain muscle when you've been training yeah. for years. Like People don't understand that. You're, like You're not going to lose all your muscle and no, this whole no. thing of I'm going to gain loads unless you're getting your newbie gains. You could hope for maybe a kilo of lean muscle a year if you're a trained person, you know. So don't be too concerned about losing or gaining massive. It's really, if you're a GA player, your focus really needs to be shifted to gaining on the field in these smaller areas. That will matter when it comes down to the last 10 minutes of a game.
1: I don't think people like Gooch Cooper and and those types of people would be overly concerned about losing muscle mass. They have bigger fish to fry besides that,
0: I think. Yeah, I completely agree. So, like the fitness tests for at home would be what you just kind of discussed there. So you've got the 150, you've got even if the 45 metre, uh, 15 seconds, 20 second runs. Yeah. What about, uh, what's your take on the endurance side of things? So doing a, a 5k time or a, a 6k time, do you think that's beneficial to GA players?
1: be a fantastic idea, but maybe may a bit shorter. Like um, maybe you could steal a lot of the tests from the Irish Army, if you know harm. the short run, I think it's, I, I my god. I worked with the army for a while. I think I fitness tested about three thousand people and I can't remember the <laughs> length of the length of the run. It's short. It's short. It's like it's one point five or boy, two yeah,
0: is it a mile, a mile or something is it like the
1: push up sit up run'd be a nice little test because that's easy to administer, you know
0: yeah,
1: and you could yeah. you could maybe say just post your push up, sit up and run and give and maybe video your sit up and push up so that I know yeah. you're doing yeah. that yeah. yeah, 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 especially the sit ups <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, Liam Farney tells me he's after doing fifty four push ups in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like you are, Liam.
0: Play oh, stuff. I have push-ups like, fucking Liam Farney, good man for no. Op- Love uh, you, Liam. Oh, I didn't stuff. see you in a long time. He's flying over in Canada. Liam, upper body Farney, I see <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you. He got no <laughs> for that. <laughs> so, I hope some of the Mayfield lads are watching this. I miss you all.
0: Tell me, in regards, this like, I suppose it's a hard question to answer because we just we are in the unknown. But just for GA players listening who don't know when championships going to be, don't know, you know when they're going to be back playing with their teammates and stuff. From from a physical point of view, first I ask the question, what kind of goals do you think they should be setting themselves? And then from a mental health point of view, what do you think there's any tips you can give them to kind of stay on top of that when know that they've had this camaraderie almost taken away from them?
1: Yeah, I would say try and keep that going. Get Set up a WhatsApp group, set up a Zoom group, and um, like... Uh, have some kind of crack going like you know like uh, I have five or six whatsapp groups that are buzzing all the time do you know funny stuff like yeah. don't lose touch with your friends because they love you and they want to be looking after you and you're, you're going to be mis- you're, you've chose a team sport for a reason do you know like I don't like team sports I like training on my own um, but you chose a team sport because you like hanging out with people that, that you like hanging out with so keep that going yeah. and I think with the physical side you could, you could do a very good job of working with a coach online and, and do an eight-week programme. You'll be safe enough now. You look at all the figures, where we are at the curve, um, you're going to be quite safe
0: following an eight-week preseason right now. You
1: could be in the shape of your life in eight weeks'
0: time. I completely agree. <clears throat> and you'll you, you be as fit as you've been because your focus is definitely going to be very much more cardio-based. Uh, yeah. And most fellas who go to a coach is to go to course to get a gym-based program, you know, whereas again, come yeah. back to athletes and field sports, your attributes are going to be made on the field. Well,
1: look at all the classic, the classic yeah. old school GA teams, they never had any gym work. Yeah. You can push and pull, you can push a car, you can climb a rope, you can, you can fill up, you can use bales of hay, you can do proper old school Rocky Forest style training. I would say if you don't come out of this apocalypse situation stronger and fitter and more skillful than you went in, what were you at? That's what I would say. I come I compl- Like, I know, like, like I've, I'm sitting here now, I've got <clears throat> kettlebells out the back, like, they're there. I can, like, I can take two steps out there, do 50 swings, come back in, change an nappy. Like, if I, if I don't come out of this um, couple of months without a few extra courses done, or a few extra business ideas done, or strong and fit with the equipment I have there, like,
0: what have you been
1: doing? yeah
0: that's what I would say it's, it's, I think it's asking yourself that question of uh, a lot of people unfortunately have a very unorthodox mindset thing but a victim mentality of this is happening to me or poor me instead of asking themselves right this is shit but what can I do now to help me what can I, what can I do to improve myself people don't if, yeah. if you don't ask yourself that actual question you're never going to find the answer to that
1: and it's okay to have a couple of pity parties along the way as well like I had a, a bit of a pity party a couple of days ago um you're going to have that but what you want to have is over the say we've three months of being isolated or whatever you want to see that three months three months later you're in a slightly better position than you were at the start yeah you
0: know? it's okay to have a hiccup or two but I definitely you want think to be it's key to get that point across again I said like definitely for me it was the last Monday and Tuesday I was just really struggling in my head it took a while for me to I had to go for walks Lisa was asking me what was wrong Keen was asking me what was wrong and I, you know what, I didn't know I, I, I really yeah. didn't know, I couldn't verbalise what it was. And it just took me a couple of days to really figure out why I was frustrated, what was wrong. And then by speaking to Lisa and actually speaking to Kean because I was actually getting frustrated at Kian even though it wasn't his fault. And then by speaking yeah. to him for an hour, I was just like, oh, right, I, I figured out now that it's just the division was lasted for a little bit. Now division is back. You know, I kind of discussed it with you and straight away felt better. But it took me a couple of days yeah. to get out of that funk. But I think it's important for you to understand just, it's okay, as I said, to be in that funk, but just also trying to take steps to get you out of it at the same time. Yeah. You know, that's going to be um,
1: As well, um, one thing to remember as well is that suffering is part of life. Like, it's not unfair to have bad times. Like, suffering is part of life. There's a purpose to suffering. And if you take it the right way, do the work and learn something from it, you come out the other end better off. And one, you know... Um, I've been reading that the last couple of days. Oh, I read it; fantastic book. Five, five or six of my friends referred that to me. That's um, man's such for meaning sure. for anybody
0: who's just uh, listened to the podcast yeah. and watching um, us. Yeah. Victor Frankel, really um, good book. You're supposed to suffer a little bit. Yeah, I think um, uh, if uh, people, people can take that uh, that acceptance of this is something that's happening versus things. happening to me, you know, I think that that, yeah. that, that, that there's a big mentality shift there. But, like, in regards, I said, GA players in feel field, at least, I think they'll hopefully understand by the end of this that there is a huge opportunity. And even if, and it's a, it's a bleak way of looking at things, even if GA does not go ahead this year for whatever reason, you should still be aiming to be fit. You should still be aiming to exercise and train regularly. Like, you, you shouldn't be feckered out waiting next season. Like, that's the wrong attitude to have. No,
1: I wouldn't be waiting until, like two weekends before GA starts in the year's time to try and get exactly. fit
0: and, and like,
1: and, I would make out a, like, I think, I, I'm, I, I don't know what GA teams are doing. I presume that the coaching and management of GA teams is giving people a little bit of stuff to do at home. Lads, I know
0: the Mayfield lads have like a good target uh, run time for the whole squad. Uh, it's, a pretty, it's, a, it's a pretty tough run time, so I'll keep the boys occupied. Like, But uh, yeah. just a you know before we kind of finish up, uh, just kind of came into my head there is the mobility side of things and GA okay you are an unbelievable advocate for it what I've seen over my years of being involved is I've had to find trickery ways of getting it into their programs because they're bollocks they won't if you give someone a 10-15 minute routine <laughs> they'll do it the first one or two sessions and then they're in hitting the weights and you go into the gym and you see them yeah. do it so I have to find ways enjoying their breaks it's like your 60 second break now is doing this stretch or whatever because that was the only way of doing it but yeah. like how do you how can you stress the importance of the mobility side of things for injury prevention, for just moving better and like doing more of the movement stuff that you promote?
1: Um, what I would say is on, on Tuesdays now at half six, GA players, whatever, tune into that. Take notes, rob pieces of it, do it yourself. And then what I would say is the exercises that I would teach people, like the mobility stuff, that's just teaching someone how to brush their teeth so they don't end up in the dentist. That's yeah, what I would it's, say. It's because I I I'll give you the exercises for free. And if you don't do them, I will see you within a couple of months and you'll be paying me sixty-five euros an hour for a treatment.
0: Yeah. That's what then, I would say. It is, it and I actually
1: don't want to be seeing you.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't want you to be injured. I don't want to be seeing you. Unfortunately, There's plenty of people out there that are injured. I can make a living that way. But yeah. I remember there was a there was an intercounty GA player once. I gave them all a program and he he did not, he had a really risky hamstring. And I said to him, you're going to, if you don't do what I tell you to do, you're going to tear your hamstring within a month. And he didn't do what I said. And three and a half weeks later, he tore his hamstring. And he came back to me and he said, what will I do now? I says, you're going to have to invent a time machine, go back four weeks and start <laughs> the hamstring exercise like, I gave you. <laughs> uh,
0: but like, unfortunately, going to do then, like? Unfortunately, it's the same as, as anything else. It's the same as, I suppose, with, with my case against you not know, helping people with, with obesity is that the fear of what it'll bring isn't scary enough. In, it's, in, it's too far in the future to be scary enough to take action. Yeah. And it's trying to bring that or like, if, if you don't look after your health, then these are the things that probably will happen or a good chance these are going to happen but until it happens it's exactly like a sports injury if you don't if you don't look after your mobility there's a good chance you're going to get injured there's a good chance but it's like no i'll wait just until i'm there and then i'll come to and ask for help which is madness
1: i think you have to do the a and b kind of situation so you know reciprocal inhibition you stretch your you stretch your pecs your pulling improves you stretch your hip flexors your glutes switch on that's the best way to sneak it into a GA player's workout because I once I used to use it as a method of signing people up. Do you know that vertex jump map that I used to have? Yeah. You'd strap it on, you'd, you'd measure the vertical jump. I once had a GA player come in who jumped 30 centimetres. I did a PNF stretch on his hip flexor and had him jump again and he jumped 45. Yeah. <laughs> so I said to him... Take my he, money. Work? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 he was like can I sign up now? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, if you have put 15 centimetres on your jump in five minutes, what would you do in six months? Yeah. I said, we'd have to remove ceiling tiles for you. Yeah. Um, and he, um, what I used to do, what I used to do with players a lot is, say you've got a target exercise like a kettlebell swing. Kettlebell swing would be ideal. You could easily stretch a hip flexor in between sets of kettlebell swings and feel it more and more in your glutes each time. And that's the only way to force someone to stretch. If they can physically, athletes like an improvement. So if you can force them into doing it by pair up a stretch that they need to do uh, opposite an exercise that they like doing. And yeah. if the stretch makes them better at deadlifting or better at benching, they will do it then. Yeah, there was a, you know, Pavel Tatulin, the um, kettlebell guy. Yeah. He trained me once in Copenhagen for a while. Um, he had a lady do a push-up. I think she got five reps. He did a technique to stretch her lats and she got 26 or 27 push-ups after he did it. Amazing. So she was going to do that stretch
0: again. Yeah, 100%. You know? yeah, yeah, I can see the value in it. I think that's where people go wrong is they, they devalue the, the power of, of two minutes of stretching, but if it's every day. like If you do two minutes stretching yeah. every single day, that over a year is going to be a massive amount of time you spent stretching.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. i give you a nice hip thing now on Tuesday night again. We did three of them the last day, but I give you a five-minute flow, and you can screenshot that or save it and give it to people, or do it yourself. Oh,
0: look for me! Uh, yeah. for, Steve, the, for the golf, for I
1: the golf, so for the golf. definitely need it. Yeah, I call it from uh, Steve Carter, the American guy, a martial artist. It's like because I was adding it up. You front of the leg, so outside of the leg, inside of the leg, back of the leg. You, you fifty or sixty muscles there. If you stretch them individually, you'd be you die of old age before you'd finish doing them. Yeah. So there is a five-minute flow that
0: you can do that you can stretch every muscle in the lower body in one go. I'll show you that on Tuesday. Brilliant. Fantastic. So that, that was a really enjoyable conversation, if I say so myself. Uh, just f- to finish on, GA players, uh, people who play field sports, just your, your top tips to, to stay active and what you think they should be really focusing on uh, over the next coming weeks just to keep themselves both physically and mentally in a, in a healthy place.
1: Brilliant. Don't
0: stop running because you'll,
1: you'll then die when you go to play GA again. <laughs> any, any experienced GA player would tell you that. That if you stop running now, you will die of sadness and yeah. your heart and lungs will explode when you go back <laughs> to play GA <laughs> again. And you'll be that guy on the sidelines the side retching when everyone else is doing their running.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't be that guy, that's what I would say. Yeah. Keep running and keep a standard. Like you're amongst your teammates now, Whatever, like do three different standards or one or a basic standard or a whatever. Um, maybe the army run would be good, the 1.5 or the 2. I think May, you said Mayfield are doing a good job on that. Yeah, yeah, don't do so Can you get everyone to do that?
0: Yeah. Uh, don't so.
1: stop running. <clears throat> so don't stop running. Do something targeted and research based around injury prevention. And we'll give you those. Yeah. We'll, we'll outline those for you, the main ones for you. So maybe. Do injury prevention twice, do running twice, and maybe do like, do you know, a bit of strength training twice. Yeah. And they can be short sessions. They could be a half hour ago. So the World Health Organization always wanted you doing a half an hour anyway. Yeah. So you might actually do it now. During the apocalypse, you might do it for the first time.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: I was teaching mindfulness to people 20 years ago. We were calling it sports psychology then. You could not convince someone to do it, but they're yeah. banging on the door now to learn it because they need it now. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, one thing as well, one thing as well. So you've the, you've the strength training, you've the injury prevention, you've the weight training. One little mental health trick that you could do, you could do box breathing. So four, 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 four. Um, try this like first thing in the morning, last thing at night. Or if you're very stressed, you could do, you, you sit somewhere quiet or you lie down on your back and you, you breathe in for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, hold it for four seconds. What that actually does is it literally turns the switch and switches off your sympathetic nervous system and switches on the parasympathetic nervous system, the, the rest and digest, feed and breathe, because you could not breathe that way if there was a wild animal in the room. By breathing that way, you're telling your physiology that everything is okay. And whether it is or not, your body will start thinking that. And then you'll notice, you'll start yawning. scuba can start gurgling. Digestion starts up. That's called box breathing. Fantastic. And I don't see any reason why you couldn't learn that and do it now and do it on the pitch later.
0: Yeah. great That will
1: instantly work.
0: So, Barry, just for all the you, players who know, definitely want to contact you to get some mobility stuff, maybe get some programming. How can they find you?
1: Yeah, so um, Barry Vaughan Health on Instagram or, or gmail.com. Excellent. And what I, say, what I might say now as well, right, um, if someone was looking for injury prevention stuff or mobility stuff, contact me, right? If someone is looking for if you don't want me saying so, if someone's looking for proper hard training, planned out properly, to peak you for a GA season, please contact Ian.
0: Thanks very much, bro. I appreciate that. Because
1: and... he, he's, he's going to be better <laughs> at it right now. Um, it's 10 years since I trained GA players. Yeah. Um, like I went back to train... Um, a judo player recently and I was like oh I I did judo for Ireland I should know the rules the rules are different now like I was trying to show him a couple of techniques he's like that's illegal you can't do that
0: anymore I was like what?
1: Yeah. I was like, that was my favourite
0: one. And like, and with, say, with 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 saying that as well, though, like I I do I'm very much an advocate of staying in my lane. So it is like one of those ones. If someone comes to me with an injury, I'm like, I don't know how to treat that, so I will send them your way. Like, so that's fantastic, Barry Vaughan. Oh, thank you so much uh, for two really good podcasts. I really appreciate it, and uh, we we'll keep in touch. Thanks, guys. No so make sure to check out uh, Barry Vaughan. Uh, really appreciate him coming on for the podcast, and make sure just give a like and a share to this podcast if you enjoyed it. And make sure to check out ATP's Fitness YouTube, so ATP Fitness Cork, for all our videos, home workouts, et cetera. Stay tuned for more podcasts. Thanks very much, guys.